fingers. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes. Welcome to the Departure Lounge. The conversation will be taking off in a minute. Hey, Cass, how are you this week? I am good, Tills. I'm good. How is you? I'm good, thank y'all. <laughs> good. So as you would have heard, I'm Cassie and... I'm Tills. Hi, guys. How are you doing today? And happy well, Thursday, because, you know, this is coming out on a Thursday. Yeah, happy Thursday. Uh, and we're back with another episode. Episode three, yay. Episode three oh! of the Departure Lounge. Oh, this is crazy, man. Woo, child. Fun times ahead, fun times ahead. Um, So... I just wanted to quickly ask you a question because this is a question that keeps being asked to me all the frigging time and my answer has not changed and will not change. It's about this flipping COVID-19 vaccine. Okay. Like we're in a panoramic, obviously, at this moment in time, then, you know, we're not able to travel at the moment. And so, um, you know, people keep asking about what my takes are on you know, getting the vaccine. What What about you? Um, well, funnily enough, I got my text from my GP this week Ooh. Um, about the vaccine because I'm type 2 diabetic. So they're offering out to me now. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, I flip-flopped around about it for a while. Um, so when I first heard about the vaccine, I was like, yeah, what are they going to be pumping into us? It's taking long enough to be ready. Like usually vaccines and all that sort of stuff take what 10 years 10 plus years to become available um actually it takes like three to five years but the, well, the main that, the why bureaucratic take... the bureaucratic oh, yeah, all that yeah, yeah. Stuff. yeah that's why it takes so long and obviously they haven't actually gone through all of that protocol in my head before i did any research or reading i was like they haven't done any of that they've just you know decided this is what it is and they're farming out to people and obviously with the within the black community we have not or do not really trust medical professionals with good reason due to the things that have happened in the past so i get it Mm -hmm. but after doing my own research reading up on things talking to um, a friend of mine that's pharmacist talking to a friend of mine that's biomedical scientist talking to a friend of mine that's a doctor and obviously my mum the mum's a nurse and she's had the vaccine i was like at the end of the day i take the flu jab every single year because of the diabetes there is for me there's no difference between me having a food jab every year and getting this vaccine because at the end of the day i know that the flu jab is always a year out mm. because the flu mutates every single year but i'm less likely to get struck down with the flu badly because i've got the vaccine mm. and that's what i'm thinking about with the with the covid vaccine i'm less likely mm-hmm. to get struck down by it badly if i've got the vaccine so i'm taking it like I'm ready to get back into normal flow of life. Like I'm working from home, which it's getting old real quick. Can't lie. Gymming at home, again, getting old real quick. And I haven't had a holiday in forever. Mm. And I want to, I, I miss live music. I want to go to clubs. I want to go to bars, pubs, restaurants. I want to see my favourite artists in concert again. I cannot even remember the last concert that I went to before this bullshit started. That's the wickedest thing. Like, oh. I think if we're talking about the live music, the last people that I probably heard live was when I went to the Warehouse Project in Manchester in 2019 in November. And I think like JK was there, 
skeptics are from other people, but that's the last time I heard some live music. And I love music, so I'm ready to get back to what thought some sense of normality. I personally think that we're just going to have to learn to live with this shit. It ain't getting anywhere anytime soon. So mm-hmm. we just need to adapt. And if I have to get this back, this COVID vaccine every year, it is what it is. I was adding into my my uni routine of when it gets to that time of year, I get a text from a doctor, look at my appointment, have my jab, sorted. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, personally, for me, um, I don't get the flu jab because I have a phobia of um, doctor's needles. Yes, I am that person. I do get piercings. I do get tattoos. However, when it comes to a doctor coming at me with a cannula, with a needle, with anything of the like, me, I run for the hills, okay? They have to hold, like in my doctor's surgery, there are two nurses, there's four reception staff, and there's like about 10 10 or 12, 10 to 12 doctors in the surgery at any given time, right? They, half of them have to hold me down just to do a blood test, okay? So I do not, I do not, I do not, I do not take the flu jab because of that reason. And for me, I am not going to take the COVID-19 vaccination for that reason and only for that reason if they was to administer it in any other way I would 100% take it I would take the vaccine if they was giving it to me by um oral orally like a tablet or something like that I will take it um with like um injections yeah I'm 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 good with that um and just because it's literally that's the only reason I'm I'm all for like progression in the medical industry. And obviously I've researched, I've got friends who are doctors just like Cass. I've got friends who are pharmacists and like I did the due diligence to read up on it, but it's just the fact that it's given via needle. That's the only reason why I'm not going to get it. Um, My mom got it uh, two weeks ago, I think it is. And she has to get her second one um, in 12 weeks it boils down to it somebody asked me this morning literally if like traveling if you have if you can't travel without um having the the vaccination then I would my question would my um answer would be I will take a flight straight to Dominica fuck England I'm not traveling again that's that's how strong I know that sounds really really thing because traveling is literally my life but you need to understand like my phobia is actually <laughs> my I know well, that fear is ruling everything but yeah that's for me because to be fair when I got my text like a message from my girls and I was like oh my god guys I've got the text and I'm terrified and literally both messages back and were like it's fine if needs be we will FaceTime you like you know to calm you down and I was like oh guys like the, the needle part part of it <laughs> me because I have to prick my finger every morning to make sure that my blood sugar's this is why I don't want diabetes so, what fix on that diet, bitch? Yeah, I, I fixed it up. <laughs> well, like, no, honestly. So, like, that part doesn't terrify me. It's obviously, and even though I've done the reading, it's still human nature to fear something that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I'm still scared in that sense. But my mom's had it, my mom's fine. So, my friends have had it, they're fine. So, I yeah. know it's okay, but I'm still scared. So, yeah, I'm just going to get done, 
soon as I get it done. I will put back once I've had it done, let you guys know how I feel. Um, but yeah, like it should be right. And hopefully, to be fair, for the people that don't get it and whether they don't want to get it for um, personal reasons, whether they're scared of measles, whatever it is, I just want, especially people from the black and brown communities, please do don't not get it because you're a pastor your imam or whoever has told you not to get it mm. because you've done your research and you don't think it's for you. Do not let other people who don't know shit, who ain't got no nothing, let alone a fucking job, tell you not to get it. Don't get it because you've done your own research and you don't feel like it's for you. Yeah, because um, let's keep to the um, to the topic of inner panoramic and go to the stupid motherfucker of the week. Um, well, in a panoramic, so I found it. Oh my god, like this guy. Um, uh, in this segment of men are trash, um, honestly, in this week's episode of men are trash, this guy, I just I still can't even believe it. When I read this, I literally was just like, no, no, he did not. So, th- this week, this guy, there's this guy in America the United States of America. Um, he had two girlfriends, not confirmed if it was just two, but currently we're just talking about two of them. He had two girlfriends and he, my man decided he wanted to propose, which is amazing. Like if you've got two girlfriends, you found one of them that you decide. No, no. So just one of them. Hold on. He decided to propose to one of them, which is amazing. Like, you know, like you've definitely found a one that you're, you you want to get married to, which is amazing. I'm very proud of you, my love. Go ahead, go forth and prosper. However, comma, he went and proposed to the girlfriend that he decided he wanted to spend the rest of his life with, with a ring that he stole from his other girlfriend. I'm sorry, Wait, hold up, wait, wait, wait. So he stole a, the ring from one of them and posed with to the other. Mm-hmm. And how okay, so how did they find out he was cheating? How did they find out it was doing him? The other woman that he was dating, mm-hmm. he basically stole her engagement ring and her wedding band. And so the the wait, second oh, wait, girl- wait, pause, 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 pause. So she was engaged, married to someone else. Before, yeah. Before. And then mm-hmm. she's dating this guy. So she had that presumably in a jewelry box or something, something like that in her in in like her um in her house. So he basically stole this out of her house, you know, probably, you know, like gave her the good good, make her fall asleep. This is this is all alleged, guys. This is not verbatim what um what actually happened this is just my reenactment of it all um (laughs) he gave her the good good and then while she was sleeping went into her jewelry box and stole her both her wedding ring and her um engagement ring from a previous marriage and the thing is yeah he would have gotten away with it that's the thing. He would have gotten away with it, but the newly engaged girlfriend posted it on Instagram. As posted you do. it? No, posted it on her Facebook page. Oh. 
So like the the newly engaged girl, she was just like somebody else. He was she basically apparently he was engaged to somebody else before or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she just noticed she she noticed that the person had the same kind of ring that he was he gave her on Facebook. And he was, she was just like, huh, what's going on? She, like, you know, as you do, you, F- FBI, we are women. We do do searches. We get into the rabbit hole. She went into searching, found the, the other girl's, um, the other girl's um, Facebook, saw that she, the, the ring and the wedding band that he had given her was identical to the other woman's um ring set that she had from her previous marriage and when she Wild. checked the box she just she like she messaged she messaged obviously she messaged the other women and she's like hey this and this and that and this and then the woman went and checked her jewelry box to see like okay oh that might just be a coincidence yes i do know him yes i am dating him it might just be a coincidence she checked her her jewelry box and clocked that her her wedding band and her engagement ring were missing. That is crazy. That's wild. That's wild. So, yeah. So, he's getting a stupid motherfucker of the week for that. Because, oh, my gosh. How trash can you be? You didn't even buy the ring for... If you were even in the relationship with her and you bought the ring and you took it back, I wouldn't even understand that. If one of my exes came to my house and we we did like a wham, bang, thank you, ma'am ses- session and he decided he was going to take back the ring that he got me, I wouldn't even be mad at that. But a whole other man bought the ring. the ring. And then you decided to steal steal it. You give it to the next woman that you are dating alongside with me. That's rude. That is rude. That That is so disrespectful of the highest order. I just can't even even fathom. That is so disrespectful. And Valentine's Day just went, do you see why I don't put my my thoughts in one day? (laughs) It's just a trash for me. Wow. That's, That's beyond trash. That is beyond trash that is that, <laughs> I, I don't even know I, words have have escaped me okay <laughs> words have escaped me but it's trash but it's beyond <laughs> trash how dare how dare you sir sir it's the trash for me sir, i just i just how can't dare you and you know what the worst thing is he's one of us oh sir brother sir. you need to do better Come on, man. Damn. I was like hoping it would be somebody, you know, this is the well, second week in a row. You know, somebody from Alabama or somewhere. <laughs> this is from somebody from, I think he was from Florida or something like that. But oh I my gosh. Like, damn, son. Like, why? Why? Crazy. The, why? Okay. Just even from one thing, why is it that the craziest shit comes out of Florida? <laughs> Boy, you're anybody from Florida would want to care to? I'm, I have no, I have no, no qualms in Florida at all. I love you guys. I love my Floridians. You guys are amazing. Um, my clubhouse bestie is from Florida, so I can't even hate. But honestly, like the craziest stories come out of Florida. And this one was the craziest. That's the only reason why I mentioned this one today. That's that's mad. Like, sir, <laughs> sir, sir, you need to fix up. 
do, do better. better with your life fucking hell <laughs> honestly oh my god but now we have add that out the way just the craziness that happens in I know, a, in really. a, in a, in a panoramic <laughs> in a panoramic oh, in a panini <laughs> So, off the back of our lovely Valentine's episode, where we, you know, had some fun mm-hmm. um, and enjoyed, you know, lovely old St. Valentine, mm. um, this episode <laughs> will be talking about uh, breakup trips. We know, we know some people aren't as loved up as they were last week, Sunday. <laughs> Some people may have discovered that they were actually the side chick on the 15th of February. <laughs> they were getting hit up with a hey babes, have Valentine. Sorry, I was busy yesterday. And all that madness. <laughs> Others may have just broken up because you know you didn't get the right gift, whatever has happened. <laughs> Some of you people may be single. And it's okay to be single. It's okay, it's all right. Welcome to the club. You're not in the club, so I should be saying that. You know what I sound like. Damn, fam. <laughs> hey, uh, jeez. Uh, not hating. You're happily, you know, in a situationship, in a relationship, in a in a situationship. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> this man is gonna become my husband, so you know it's gonna be that. So she's in a in a in a betrothed almost ship. That's what yes, call that. a betrothed almost ship. I'm crying. There we go. But yeah, so on the on that topic, breakup trips. Mm-hmm. Have you been on a breakup trip, Tills? <laughs> yes. How, how many? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious now. How many? Um. So okay, that's unfair to ask me though. I travel for any reason. I travel okay. when I'm happy. I travel when I'm sad. I travel to celebrate. I travel to mourn. I travel for every every single reason so um that might just be um thing so i i think after every breakup i've gone away every single one of them that i've had even if it's okay. somewhere like close like going to like portugal and just like turning off my phone and just doing something fun or like going to like i think where is it that i think was my i like randomly went to like wales <laughs> <laughs> I did like went Don't to Wales in the middle Cardiff, in the middle of, of nowhere just to just you know mourn a relationship before. Um uh, I think my most memorable one was when I broke off with um my longest relationship, the one with the custom ring. Um and uh you know that one that one was the was for me the worst the worst breakup because um it was like it wasn't like a thing where I didn't love him it wasn't that a thing where um like I didn't like it wasn't there was like still so much feelings there but you know when you realize that you are not meant to be together and you're not meant to marry like it was coming to terms with that and the, the thing is, it was very quick, and and the worst of it all, it was in front of two other people. So it was just like, okay. So let me just give a backstory. So we were doing like the premarital counselling, and um, like we started that before we decided to do the course before we started planning the whole thing. So we okay. already had plans, but we thought we'll do that, and then kind of like because it was advice to us by um our then pastor and pastor's wife like you know to do that first and then kind of see how we would think because because one we would go 
we were going to different churches as well so we wanted yeah. to like do something together um anyway we were going through every single week we were having like questions we were doing like homework and everything like that and I think it was in the fourth week of it um we by then we'd already started the plans we'd already paid for the vendor um for like the um the, we would have had the reception we'd already paid for um for like I'd already bought all the material to make my dress because I was going to make my dress wow. from scratch because I the dress that I'm, I'm going to wear on my wedding day I'm I've designed since I was like 11 so like Aww. I've got I've got it like so I've even got right now the material is in my house <laughs> but, but like yeah so like we'd already started like the process and um the question that was asked to us we had we'd been given a week um no an extra week because it was just before um something was happening I think it was the the pastor and his wife's um anniversary so they, they wouldn't they wasn't going to be around the week after so we got given an extra week to just think about why we wanted to get married and um yeah it was that was the question why did we want to get married and oh my gosh I'm even feeling the feels right now um <laughs> every time like so we were we went away obviously and he was like oh, this is very easy, like, you know, and he, like, just wrote stuff down, and for me, it was just, like, hard to come to terms with it, like, I couldn't, like, think, I, I thought of it, but he, they, the main um, part of the question was that we couldn't use, like, just physical attributes of the other person. Okay. We need to, like, we needed to look deeper inside of ourselves, and, and I couldn't do it. Wow. And like, I, I know this sounds so bad. And I, I come out looking like such a dickhead because like I'd said yes, I'd started planning, I'd spoken to my friends about it, like everything like that. And that's and this is why, like for me in relationships like now, moving forward from that, like in relationships now, I keep everything to me and the person until I know 100 percent for sure we are going to um definitely go down that road um because of just that situation and literally um yeah I'd spoken to my childhood best friend to like my 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 guy best friend was going to be my my man of honor everything like that like it was you know going down that way and I just couldn't think of a reason why I wanted to get married to this man but don't get me wrong I loved him I was in love with him I was in love with him since I was like the age of 16 you know he was literally like the if I like as I said anyway but like I just had like no real way to answer that question without the physical if I took away the physical if I took away like the money if I took away the future that we'd the ideals that we had built from since I was young Mm. I remember that I only loved him at 18 he was 18 I was 16 like I I just had to come to terms with the fact that I was in love with the 18 year old him not him at that at that point and that was very rough for me and the thing is is that then going to the meeting and kind of sitting down and like listening to him listing 
everything and like how ready he was and all of that stuff and then being that bitch to be like I realized that I'm actually in love with the idea of you rather than in love with you oh and that was so hard oh my god and he and like before then I'd I'd seen him cry one other time and getting to see he literally broke down and that was so heartbreaking. I literally left there and on my way home, I like booked a one-way flight to, to Vegas. And for the next morning, I went home, packed really, really quickly and just cut out. Damn. Yeah. For the first like five days of that trip, I just did I didn't even leave the bed in the hotel. Oh. Yeah. I spent like, I, I think I spent like a month in Vegas then. I just, I, that, it was just, and the thing is, I didn't tell anybody, I didn't say nothing to anybody at the time, I just, literally, I just cut out, nobody knew where I was, nobody had heard from me, nothing, I just cut. See, if I was one of your friends at that time, I would have been like, bitch, where the fuck are you, like, let me know where you oh, are. Oh, don't worry. You were alive. Yeah, my friends did that, but I just didn't answer my phone, I didn't respond to texts, I didn't respond to WhatsApp, the WhatsApp I group was like going fine, crazy. Fine friends on your phone bruv I would have been like she's in Vegas guys <laughs> <laughs> but well from from that time I was actually um forced from that moment were um to put my like right now in the group chat all of us have our um locations on live like you know how you can put it on live um forever like yeah. that's from from that experience my group chat they were like well tills you have to promise us and like I had to do it then and there when I got back to London what did you do when you were in Vegas so obviously you spent five days in bed like mourning the relationship what else did you do to kind of mourn the relationship did you like let loose go wild or was it more of a reserved mourn of the relationship um so the first week I would say I I mourned um drown my sorrows at a lot um and then the from the week after I went wild I um <coughs> I downloaded tinder <coughs> okay oh. okay that's what I'm gonna say on that <laughs> I can't be exposing myself like this. So you had Tinder in Vegas. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes, so Cassie. What about you? Oh, my God. Okay, so I had, I want to say technically kind of two breakup trips. Mm. It was over the same fucking breakup, but it was two separate (laughs) trips. So um, I think 2019... So I broke up with my ex in the January. Okay. And the law of sod, we were still fucking living together, which was fabulous. Um, I was already going on a work trip um, with my okay. previous company because they do a trip every two years. They do something. So like, and it's like a massive party to kind of celebrate everyone's hard work and you get to meet people from like other branches around the world. Um learn and there's classes and stuff and all that kind of jazz so went on a cruise around the baltics in may Ooh. i'm not going to book anything because i'm already going away 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a work trip, but it's not my first ever work trip. I know how some of these work trips can get down. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's what it is. So arrive in Sweden now, which is pretty cool, actually. Some of my colleagues went off exploring. Me and another one of my colleagues went. We randomly found the Abbey Museum. Um, went for a little wander around there. And Sweden's actually a really beautiful city as well. It's really, really nice. Uh, then we board this massive ship. So imagine we're from the London office. You had people from New York, Washington, Boston, Montreal, Toronto, Sweden, France, Berlin. Like it was nuts. So everyone is on this on this ship now. And I lucked out. I did have to share a room. I got a room all by my damn self. And it was a decent sized room. I did make some friends with some of my colleagues from across the pond, mm-hmm. which was fun. Um, and to be fair, like I did, I want to say I did blow off steam. So I bought a bottle of rum in duty free. Mm-hmm. That bottle of rum lasted me a day. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and then I bought more rum when we docked in certain places. Um, and we had some crazy ass parties. I remember one night, pretty much I think the whole company, but a couple of people were partying on the top deck until 5am. And we had to have like lecture and seminars at 8am that morning. Oh, wow. Please believe I was able to get an hour's sleep, shower, fix up myself and make it to that seminar at eight o'clock very fucking proud of myself trust me <laughs> wow so that, so that was the first kind of breakup where I went a little bit nuts the second one was my first proper I think I mentioned it in like last week's episode my first proper girly trip with one set of friends mm-hmm. and that was sick we were in Mexico um had a fantastic time and it was just like it was nice girly time And I feel like I needed it, especially that year. I needed to be around my girls and just let loose, have some fun. Um, Obviously, we went on excursions. We went to Coco Bongo's, which was hilarious. We chilled on the beach, had, like, dinners together. Some of the girls went off and got, like, massages and stuff. And it was just really nice girly time. So I had two ends of the spectrum. I had the the breakup trip where I went and kind of had some fun and drank a hell of a lot mm-hmm. and on the flip side I had the girly time which is obviously what you need from a breakup trip so yeah mm-hmm. my breakup trips were fun I love that for, for different you. reasons I love that for you though thank you um moving on swiftly um darling as you're talking about your um your trips we, we can slightly go to um to rums of the world please do tell us what is your rum of the world for this week oh yay me okay so <laughs> my, rum <of> the world. <laughs> my rum of the world this week is from my trip that i took with my mommy Aww. when we went on our cruise um so our first stop on the cruise was actually in st vincent and it is a beautiful beautiful island and probably the only other place my mum would be very happy to drink all the rum I'm crying so it was what I think it was 11 o'clock and we walked past this little cafe slash bar that's Mm -hmm. open in the port 
11 and o'clock at night or morning? Morning. We docked in the, uh-huh. we docked in the morning. So it was 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, and my mom's like, oh, I need internet. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, we see they're, they're selling Wi-Fi connectivity for what? $5. Calm, easy. Give them a little $5. And you get a free bottle, a free glass of one bunch. So, and I have to stress this, every island weed that we touched on, right, my mum would have the rum punch and be like, mm, it's not quite like Jamaican rum punch, but it would do. Crying. <laughs> every single island, yeah? So, first stop, St. Vincent. We log on to the internet, all well and good. She calls my sister. We're sipping on this rum punch. Now, Sunset rum from St. Vincent is banging. Mm. But Ooh. Sunset Rum from St. Vincent on the label says <laughs> it is very strong rum. Crying. And they're not ramping because this rum is 84.5%. This <laughs> <laughs> rum is literally gonna disinfect your whole organs like what <laughs> the heck it is lethal so bearing that in mind on a sunday morning me and my mom are sat in this bar right and we're drinking this rum punch and we're sipping on it and it's all good drinking this drink now and my mom comes out with hmm this rum punch is actually pretty good the woman looks at her my mom, my mom looks at the woman she's like oh yeah i'm jamaican you know you make the best rum punch crying and the woman goes, yeah, but Ray Nephews hasn't got the same kick as Sunset does. She takes down the bottle and shows us the bottle. And I'm just there like, it's 11 o'clock. And we're drinking this stroke last one punch. <laughs> now. And my mum's there enjoying. Fully enjoying. But yeah, so this week's spotlight, shall we say, is Sunset from St. Vincent. It is an amazing rum. It is strong as hell, but it does bang in a rum punch. Um, if you're going to put it in a rum punch, don't put the whole thing in, I'm just going to say. Because <laughs> you will kill off all of your people. Well, <laughs> capsules will do. <laughs> we can say, you can. we can definitely say we have now found the um, cure for um, COVID-19 because of flipping egg, mate. Like, what the actual heck? 84%. Throw some of, these in, throw, throw some of this in, in, your, in your hot toddy and I feel like you'll, you'll be cured of any ailment. <laughs> Crying. Allegedly, sorry. Honestly. I'm saying allegedly to the cure for COVID-19, please. Nobody sue me, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, so I'm, I'm a rum drinker. My mum's a rum drinker. We both only brought back a little flask of the of the rum because and there's still so much left. I haven't busted yet. Okay, I can safely say I haven't busted yet, only because I've got other rums I want to get to before I dive into the very mm-hmm. strong rum mm-hmm. and kill a few organs. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But yeah, so Saint Vincent, thank you so much for the hospitality and thank you so much for the sunset rum. Crying. <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm, I would like to try it, but I'm hella scared right now. Well, to be fair, you know what? You know, you know what I'm gonna do for you, listeners and and you tells. I'm, I'm gonna bust it and I'm gonna have a little. Ooh, Ooh a I love the sound, the sound of the thing opening. Ooh, dun dun dun. <laughs> She's gonna take a shot, guys. Take a shot. Take oh, a shot. 
Take a shot. Ooh, that looks strong. Free. Uh, all I've done is sniff it, you know. All I've done is sniff it. <laughs> I know. That's why I, your facial expression was everything for me. Three. Okay. Two. One. Shot time. Bomberos. Look at that fierce. My chest is on fire. That would put some hair on your chest, wouldn't it? <laughs> fucking everywhere. Bloody hell. Oh, Lord. Ooh. That's... If I had a cold, it's gone now, boy. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> okay. Wild. So, you know, have you ever gotten up to anything wild with a man on, on a trip before? I did not say anything untoward. I said wild. That could mean anything from like skinny dipping to the to like going off randomly on a on a hike trail. It could two two different spectrums. It's wild. And, I, and I'm still saying disclaimer. Crying. Because, you know, guys. Crying. Love you. Um, we actually did stupidly. We actually did do a little skinny dipping at night in our resort. Yes, I'm here for this. <laughs> I'm here for this. I love that how I mentioned skinny dipping as an example, and you actually have. A story. And I've actually done it. I've no, crying. <laughs> I have definitely done that in Brazil. <laughs> fun times. Too fun funny. Times. But yeah, so you still have your um travel hotspot? Yes, I do. And to be fair, because we are. This this will be just before we end off um, February. I thought, let me just round up the whole of Mexico in one little bit. Um, well, not the whole of Mexico, obviously, but like my top <laughs> um, places in Mexico. So my friend actually went to Mexico last month and which is going to be my greatest way for me to use uh, my list of places to go in Mexico. So um, obviously as... Um, Mexico was chosen as my travel hotspot country of the month. Um, I've just got a list of places in and around Mexico that you should go. Um, my friend was going to um, Cancun. Um, so I'll just talk about Cancun a little bit more in depth, but there are d- different places around Mexico that you can go. So Cancun, the, and, um, if you are shopping a shopaholic like me, I would like to say that I am a mild shopaholic. I don't care what Cassie says. I'm a, I'm a mild um, shopaholic. Got recording, guys. So, huh? It's Sunday. Big, big Sunday. You should get delivery. <laughs> just saying. Just putting it out there. Listen, this was needed. Hold on. This was a necessity. I uh, My adapter for my... Um, for my USC, I haven't found any of them since I've been back from Dominica. So I needed that. So I bought a few of them. Okay. And I bought a lead that I will be using for travel with like the USB plugs as well as the um the the free pin it's plug. Still shopping. It's a necessity. <laughs> um, so how else am I gonna charge my phone? Always have my laptop on. <laughs> Anywho, so the um la I'll La Isla um, shopping village that place just looks amazing like different like a little flea ma- market as well as a shopping center everything that you need for like you know enjoying and immersing yourself into the culture 
Um, the Mayan Museum in Cancun. Oh, 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 oh. If you haven't seen the ruins, even if you haven't been to Mexico and just seen the pictures of the Mayan ruins, like for me, I'm a very big um, nerd. Um, if you didn't guess from last week's episode, um, I really love like history and I love like delving into like um, the fantasy world and everything like that and ancient stuff. And the ancient Mayans um, are very interesting to read up about if you don't know much like you can go on google and set, summarize it it's really really fun and their stories are really good um and so is their fo- folklore so the um museum is wrecked in that and then it, you can actually do like a guided tour like a fantasy guided tour in there good there was the there is the um the dolphin um discovery there's also um la 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 Isla Blanca, there's Playa Langusta, there's Ventura Park, there's Malacón Tijanma, there is um, Zona, like the, the um, what's it in English? Um, shit, what is the word in English? I can't translate, guys. Ah! Oh, no. The aquarium, there we go. Wow. <laughs> Clearly, my brain is not working. Whoa! So the um, they've got a massive, 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 massive aquarium in um Cancun, and do you know what? Cancun has been labelled the um capital, the party capital of Mexico. Um, so basically, Mex- it's like Mexico's Vegas, which is why, like, I just love. I I can't wait to go there. Um, the there are different places where you can go swimming. So swimming in the um the sea notes. So there's like loads of different the notes, whatever. Um, there's like <laughs> different places where you can go scuba diving and snorkeling and blah 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 blah. Cenote, sorry, ruta de cenotes. Oh. <laughs> um sorry if if, because you guys can't see me I stuck out my tongue at Cassie um (laughs) whatever so you can go like you can literally go and just like dip and swim even if you can't swim you can float um in like these natural occurrences around um the city um you can snorkel at the underground museum attraction thingamajig so basically like for me the first time I saw this, I thought it was actual like slave bodies that were like underground. I know it was really dumb in it, but <laughs> wild. So basically, there's like 500 sculptures that c- were created from materials of the like coral reef underground, underwater, and it's like statues of like people. There's like it's a like a massive exhibition, but there are people that are in chains, which is why it's not such a bad. It's not such a far fetched exactly. thought that I thought that it was that it was like you know slaves that were still in chains. Excuse me, and that you know you can do that for thirty dollars US dollars. So you can mm. that's that for me is really cool. And then you could actually do a um one thing that I really wanted to do is like a pure uh, purification ritual. So like you can okay. do yeah um in the um. I think, hold on, let me see where it was. Like, uh, a little bit. 
So there's a Mayan um, traditional Mayan um, ceremony of purification that takes place in a tiny hut. You strip down to your underwear, also in costume, and you enter a sweat lodge, which is heated by hot rocks and water, like kind of like a sauna. And the the ceremony is led by local shaman who conducts the ritual and takes participants. um, And it takes place in complete darkness the water is poured over the hot rocks with um, chanting and different herbs to summon um, spirits to cleanse the body. This has been practiced since ancient times and seen as purification to cleanse the mind, body and soul. And as your body is sweating a little bit, you enter into a state of meditation enhanced by the the, um, shaman's chanting. So I think, you know, obviously... Obviously, many people do like going to beaches. There are beaches, um, attractions of beaches, which is like everybody seems to know about. So I wanted to give different places, different things that you can do in Mexico that you wouldn't necessarily see on the gram. Like, you know, there's always the zip lining, there's the beaches, there's the um, the temples, but then there's things that you can do in the temples. There's different shopping places, all of that kind of stuff. So that's to wrap up my, um, my uh, hotspot of the month, which is Mexico. I can't wait to announce marches because I think March will be even more fun. Good time. <laughs> I do regret not doing when I went to Mexico was swimming swimming with whale sharks. Ooh, because I did want to do it, but I read mm. some reviews of some places that were just like, yeah, no, no go. Yeah, one of my regrets. But when I go back, hopefully, I'll when we go back, we'll we can do it. Let's do Yay! it. Find a reputable place and do it because yeah, whale sharks to me are beautiful. And for people that are saying I'm crazy if I want to swim with sharks, they are herbivores. Thank you very much. They eat plankton and not actual meat. So hat. Okay, oh. <laughs> a little bit of violence there. Bloody hell! As we're speaking about um, a South American country, can can I just like tell you something a little bit about like um, one thing that I came up, I saw um, earlier on this week on the Twittergram. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know if it was on Twitter or Instagram that I saw it. That's why I say Twittergram. Um, basically, in Venezuela. Okay, no, actually, no, I don't know. In Venezuela, the women actually have no access to birth control over there. So um, they like, lost all access. Like, So obviously, already they're already at a detriment because they get like about $1.50 as like their wages. To get food, it's like $4. To get birth control is like $11, but now they don't even have a chance to even get birth control. But why? I don't know, and that's why... Why has it been stopped? Um, Hold on, because I'm like, for me, it's just very... um, So it was on Twitter, guys, not on Instagram. (laughs) Um, I'm just, like, so sad about this. So basically... Hold on. It's heartbreaking, no doubt. Yeah, it is, because it's like, what the frig? So women in Venezuelan women have lost access to contraception and lose control of their lives. The disappearance of, there's been an inquiry of the disappearance of affordable birth control in uh, Venezuela, and it's pushing women to have unplanned pregnancies 
already at a time when they are they can barely feed the children that they have and the reason why I actually like came across this is because the person somebody on my timeline I no longer following this person was like well then the women should stop having sex and it was not a male it was a woman which is wild to me um but yeah it's just basically um there's a crisis going on in Venezuela like there's like birth control has literally been stopped like wow it's mad a pack of condoms is four dollars forty minimum wage is one dollar fifty a month supply of birth control is eleven dollars that's so wild wow so all of the four under so birth control was once free at many government um, clinics and broadly um, affordable but now the government lost purchase power contraception has been has largely disappeared and it's come back in some places but it's at inaccessible prices but then like this guy verbatim word for word this is what she said she said i don't understand why this is a problem shouldn't they just close their legs and not have sex i'm a firm believer or if you have nothing nice to say nothing logical shut to say, your mouth shut to shut like you didn't need to quote tweet that you really didn't and the fact that it's coming from another woman as well wow yeah i just well, wanted to okay. speak about you that have, because, you should be able to have yeah. agency over your own body and be able to plan pregnancies and stuff and if you want to take to take birth control you should be able to yeah that right shouldn't be taken away from you that's not and okay. the worst thing is is that it's not even the government's fault like they just lost their purchasing power and so it's like i'm just sending light and prayers to these these ladies because to be fair many of them are married and Still hearing when they can have birth control after they just had a child like I mean that shouldn't be some that shouldn't be a choice like that's Mm. completely unfair like although like I just don't for me it's just like it's wild like we're so privileged here in London where it's free it's so easily accessible like we do not from the clinic you can go to Boots and they're there yeah like and even 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 a world of privilege right now yeah, like even if like we um we go to Boots, we can get it for free in Boots or different chem like chemists like that, like pharmacies. Whereas like in America, they have to pay for it, and they have to pay a, a quite a fair bit unless they go to Plan B or Plan Parenthood. Plan Parenthood, not Plan B. Lol. Um, Is that um, what pills called? Pills called yeah, the pills called Plan B. <laughs> <laughs> that's the morning after pill for those of you who don't know but no like they have to pay for it unless they go to Planned Parenthood um but like here we have like a third world country who literally in some places they cannot even get it and when they can get it it's like a hundred percent more than like the the average wage so I'm just sending Crazy. out prayers to to the Venezuelan women. We are sticking. With, we are here with you in solidarity, and yeah, I'm just gonna look at ways to how I can help because, like, we're still in a panini, and like anything that we can do to help um, our sisters, I'm here for that. Hundred percent. Yeah, we will. For those of you that are interested in helping as well, 
once we figure out how we can help we will definitely let you guys know 100 um, on all the socials and we'll go from there guys yeah Bye. that's it for today's show oh my gosh our show is a little bit more serious today it was we we, we dealt with some things Jeez. we did we had some 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 things and things you know what i'm saying <laughs> um it's not more light-hearted and funny and then we just kind of ended on a little bit of a more solemn note yeah but guys honestly like i for me i i am fun but also there's also that side of thinking about others and i always try to do that as much as i can which is why i wanted to speak on this because it was brought to my attention and i just don't think it's right you know injustice in this world it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where it is i don't like injustice so yeah that part that part but thanks guys for listening thank you Um, so much for listening we have some news as well i believe on our instagram we We have have 100 followers (laughs) (laughs) i know this is not that deep for many of you guys but you know what okay do you know what this is amazing you know when we launched i don't even think we even had 10 people following us And now we've got 200. I'm just so happy. For, for me, this is like showing that my my um, social media um, research has been working. Like as well as my amazing friends. Boy. She is social media plug. But I personally just want to thank all of my girlies, all my peoples. Yes. Um, my family as well. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for starting this journey with us. Definitely. Um, and yeah, welcome to the crazy lives of Cass and Tills combined. Because you know us both separately. You now gotta know us together. <laughs> For real, this is amazing. Thank. I want to thank my my friends who have been riding and dying for us, and who have been helping us, sharing our posts, you know, liking yep. our posts, getting people to follow us, um, yep. and the new people that we don't know, like we don't know in real life, who have been supporting us as well. Thank yep. you. I'm sending love to you guys. You are amazing. May God bless you. May you be fruitful and may you multiply, not just in your um, um, in your loins, but also in your pockets. Pew! <laughs> Everything that she said, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome to all of our new listeners. Yes. Um, hope you enjoy getting to know us, hope you enjoy having conversations with us. Definitely. Um, that being said, if you have any travel stories that you do not mind the masses hearing, mm-hmm. um, send us an email, man. talk at gmail.com uh, K-A-S-S-N T-I-L-L-Z talk. talk. Again, you should not spell talk. <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me as well on the socials Instagram at Cassie's Kitchen and Instagram underscore at underscore K-I-K-I-X. You can also find me on um travel at travel with Tilia on Instagram. You can also DM us on Instagram the travel no not the travel plug. I was gonna say that random. Um <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram, um the departure lounge podcast, and you can Instagram and you can um direct message us there as well if you wanted to send your travel stories on there. And lastly, if you are talking if you want to respond to anything that we said 
on the podcast you can hashtag dlp on the tl and we will look and we will repost and everything like that thank you for all the support you can find me at travel with tilia if you want to find me on clubhouse at tilia t-i-l-l-y-a-h thank you that's it thanks guys thanks guys Bye. bye Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Departure Lounge Podcast.